Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird World. Weird World podcast. Weird Weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. Ooh. He was Fucking never. Square. Oh. And I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. Look, it's Savage. There you have it. Here we are today, gathered together for another episode of Weird World. You like to gather us. Yeah, I do. That's I true. Do. We should gather. That's what you're doing. We're gathering. Us. We should, we're we gathering, so are our audience. Do one where we're all in separate rooms. Ooh, why? Uh, how? No, um, no. It's a terrible We idea. all skate into each other. Mm. Ay, ay, ay. We good. should figure out how to do that. No, we shouldn't. We good. Okay, we're moving on. I'm Dean. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Jack. I'm Carrie. This is meander about why not? logistics. We always um, do. Today, one Carrie, I'll just call her Carrie W. No, no, no. Let me call her C. Worley. No. No, let's go back with Carrie. Now we're meandering. She is going to lead us in a discussion of something she doesn't want me to tell you about because she wants to keep a secret. We're going to cut that out. Boy. Carrie is going to lead us today in a discussion of a fascinating topic, a bit of a murder mystery. Think you're going to like it. Is that good? Does that work? (laughs) Okay. She's looking at me like, not good enough, bitch. All right, take it away. On November 13th, 1974... There was a single car accident. Taking notes. We, we know. November? And he really does take notes, people. Was that Friday the 13th? <laughs> Boy. I don't know. He's, who has calculator for 1970? Calculator. A calendar. A calculator could die. You can do it. Well, okay, do it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Me neither. Route 74 in Texas. Okay, place I don't want to be. Wow. It's just the truth. I don't lie. I have the impression in my mind it's just like a two-lane highway. Okay. <laughs> one lane Why? going like each one way. lonely street light and it's flickering. I don't even is think there's street lights. It's dark. Okay. Ooh. Is there a, is there a shadow nighttime. standing next to it where you're not sure if it's human or alive? Is no. there tall grass just tall enough to maybe conceal something? I don't think. Maybe. <laughs> I don't like the way you're talking. <laughs> Anyhow, on this lonely shadowy ghosty road rural. in texas to make it kind of spooky story. importantly it must be rural yes that's spooky. spooky i think it's probably pretty rural is this going to be a kind of a hills have eyes kind of a thing going on or jeepers or? creepers Ooh. yeah no okay no. car oh, went off the road okay. okay oh all by itself single car accident Uh-oh. struck a concrete culvert head on don't know what that What's is but i'll go with it convert con- it's like a convert. culvert it's like a. Uh, it's like a ditch, like a, okay. like a ditch wall kind Got of thing it. going yeah. on there. Oh, like don't go into this ditch. Here's a wall. Pennywise, exactly. Yeah, sort of. Not really. Nailed it. I actually, yeah. I think it isn't it kind of a like a concrete lined actual ditch, right? Yeah, I, I think I believe so. Yeah. So she went down to a concrete ditch, but it was perpendicular to the highway, was it, or was it parallel? I don't know. Oh, shit. I would think it was would, parallel. How could it be perpendicular? Oh, my God. It goes oh. underneath it. It goes underneath it, you know. Oh, yeah. Comes up I'm not really side. sure. Right. Does it matter? No, We're it not, doesn't. We really are meandering, though. Yeah. How far is this city from Austin? There yeah. might be pictures. Okay. Okay. Just, 
Um, I don't know, but I'll give you city names in a moment. Right and somebody can Google them. Okay, fine. The only occupant of this car was a single 28-year-old woman, and she was pronounced dead at the scene Uh-oh. from multiple injuries. Sounds Uh-oh. like a simple accident, right? Sure. Blood force trauma and a hangnail. <laughs> Those two things. Dad Honestly, might die from a hangnail. Yeah. I have a hangnail right now. <laughs> if you can see how swollen it was, the people, listeners, it's my hangnail that I tore out at the root. I do it too. It's very painful right now. They're minimizing my pain and that feels Self-imposed. Hurtful. I am not because I have a hangnail at the moment and it is torturous. I had open wounds on my fingers for about 17 years. Okay, that's your issue. That's back when you were a rock star playing the guitar. <laughs> no, yeah. I bit my nails and they're pretty Which much I did that always too. ready to... Well, again, now that's truly self-imposed. Hand sanitizer... A nightmare. Mm-hmm. When I was young, I used to get little blisters stop. on the tips of my fingers. From what? A guitar? Sunbathing. Stress. Really? <laughs> that just formed? Blood twist. According to the doctors. Yeah. yeah it was very like weird. Bullshit. It's true. They, it's like they, they hurt. Stress, but Sounds I think like it was uh, constantly scraping out the walls <laughs> as a way to get out. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. This got dark. But they said stress, so, you know. Next. know what they're talking about. Maybe it was stress with not being able to escape. That was a Rorschach test. What's going on in Aaron's mind? I know, but that's weird, huh? I haven't had them in a long time. When you're trapped inside. I have bumps on my fingers. My little baby blisters. We got them Okay. So, anyhow. Sounds like a simple accident, so right? So, crashed into a culvert, died. And it is simple. Uh, follow us on uh, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. Um, so, was it an accident? No. Or was no. it murder? No. Murder, because you're talking about it. Ooh, let's go back. Could go back just like a week or two. All right. But we're not. Wow. We're going to oh. go back all the way to 1946. Uh, I thought we go 1492. <laughs> Columbus first discovered That's America. That's a logical conclusion. Okay, what year? The, I'm the victim of the car accident. Her name. Is Karen Silkwood. Karen yeah. Silkwood. Let's, Boom. Let's see a show of hands. Reveal who number one. Who Karen Silkwood is. Now I do. I don't. Now let's see a show of hands for the audience. Ye- Counting 407. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I knew you youngins might not know. You never heard of Karen Silkwood? Jack you. Of, just said I have did. Have you heard of Dame Meryl Streep? Oh, how dare you. Okay. She's not Dame, but Shut okay. <laughs> so now, she is in her hearts. Karen was born. In 1946, and she grew up in Nederland, Texas. That's just the... Oh, you know what? I said that really? the car accident was in Texas. It wasn't. No, it was in Oklahoma. That was a carry typo. It was in Oklahoma. Is that, is that really Oklahoma. a typo? Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. T is for O. <laughs> I typed Texas when I meant to type that's, Oklahoma. That's it happens to me all the time. <laughs> I was thinking of where she was born and grew up. Ooh. Texas. Okay. Okay, so anyhow... She was a smart girl. She really liked science. In fact, the same. Yeah, when she was in high school, she was the only girl in her chemistry class. The Wait, fuck? What? Did you have to take chemistry? I know. Well, well, I guess not. This is like the fifties. Oh, Texas. Boys took chemistry. Girls took home ec. Really? I wanted. Yes. Uh, okay. I want to go back to the fifties and just hit everyone. Yeah. In I fact, would, that's what all her friends said. Why are you taking chemistry? You should be taking home ec. I would have taken senior foods. Yeah. You did take senior. I know. It. I just looked up Netherland. It's absolutely it. not in Texas. Neither, Nederland no, is Nederland, in Texas. Not Netherlands. That's a country. No, N-E-D-E-R-L-A-N-D. Yeah. That's in, in Louisiana, Texas. honey. Maybe there's multiple. Oh, there's yeah. another one that's in Texas. True. Oh, no, wait. It is in you Texas. You had an autofill to Louisiana. <laughs> so, yeah. No. I clicked on Louisiana. So Paris. Like no Paris. France is Paris, Texas. The map ain't got no borders. Yeah. So, so it must be southern, right? Very southern Texas? I mean, yeah. Okay. Her father was a union painter 
so you know not like he was a scientist too but he must have also been very smart because he helped her with her science and her math and he was very supportive of her um, academics and and encouraged her to take science classes and stuff like that what's a union painter a a A painter painter in a union union. it's really obvious self-explanatory they were like a painter for like the Teamsters? The what? Northern Union? I was thinking oh. more. This is uh, 1940s. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Maybe because he was like a... The fact that her father was in a union is a little bit of foreshadowing. <gasps> oh. oh! Got Whoa. it, got it, got it. Also, they're in Texas, so the whole union part should not... Never mind. You're wrong on 12 levels. <laughs> like, literally every possible level, you're wrong. Oh so she was a smart girl. She, she cared more about... Um, doing schoolwork and science and you know being a normal girl than like doing her makeup and stuff like that she wasn't a real you know oh so we're gonna play it like that girl. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. that's just how she was some girls like both okay yeah. nowadays tell that to your daughter karen didn't except i don't do my makeup for chemistry class because i'm too lazy we're not making oh, a value judgment we're just explaining what we? she was like you. Oh, we're welcoming Emma to the show here after she just took her sweet time having some ramen. And a bread. And now she has a fucking blueberry fruit (laughs) roll-up. It's Frankenberry. Not spawned, but for roll-up, we're ready. Not spawned? Sponsored. Oh, okay. I have a little bit of a complaint. No, this is not the podcast. Do the Amazon review. B, make a complaint. C, be with your mouthful. You're late. This oh, it's Frankenberry, so oh. I expected it to be different. It's just a strawberry fruit roll. Oh well, yeah, no yeah, fucking shit. It's marketing, Emma. Uh-huh. Whatever. Just, Are you supposed to unroll it? Yes, she's eating it wrong. She is eating it. She's wrong. the yes. bitch who bites the mozzarella sticks. Mm-mm. Yeah, you mean cheese stick? They're mozzarella. String cheese. String cheese. That's exactly what I meant. But whatever. <laughs> I buy those all the time and I eat them before. I just sit there eating my string cheese, and I think maybe that's why no one. I try to. I try to make it. No. No one sit next to me, and I think the string cheese is working. Okay. Yep. Is everything going to come back to college for the next? Four yes. Years? Okay. For the next fucking her <laughs> life. This God is damn a large it. thing in my life, Dean. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty much the only thing in her you life. Hear ah, no. No. Me too. But y'all don't hear me Same talking about that shit. Okay. Like when the podcast is over. You still live at home. I'll fight you, bitch. Okay. Uh, union painter father. Okay. She, so she was smart. She liked science. She got a scholarship to college. Nice. Whoa. She would have been, she, well, she was the first person ever in her family to go to college. So did it was a really big deal. They did, but I don't remember. It started oh, with an L. Huh? Oh, it, no, it was in Texas. Oh. oh. Like the Lubbock year, State. Like, I've no, no, it wasn't did like that. Long dick state. Emma, oh, I mean, Aaron. <laughs> It was like Latham College or so you know. La 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 La. Co- I don't okay. remember. Let's move on. But I, La 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 Lance. But I think it was kind of science oriented too. Ooh. Uh, okay. Right. You know, back in those days. They you mean had. orientated? No. Latham <laughs> Small <laughs> colleges. She yeah. she had been a candy striper in high school, and so like her parents were encouraging her. Oh, you could be a nurse. That's a you know, that's a lady profession and kind of sciencey. Bitch, the fuck. And she <laughs> didn't want to be a nurse. She wanted to be a medical researcher. Hell yeah. Research that would be medical. pretty fun, to be honest. But then, as the old story goes, She's she dead. met a boy. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Always, always a, uh, 
She met a 17-year-old boy. Oh, even worse. No, no worse. Well, this was bef- the summer before college, so 17 okay. or 18. Okay. He, but he was, year, he was younger than her because he was going back to high school. So it was reverse statutory rape. Also a California boy. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. I think he was in Texas visiting family or something. They have their little summer romance. He goes back to California to finish high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes off to her freshman year in college. I'm sure she does very well. Yeah, that one. And then um, at the end of her freshman year, I guess he comes back to to Texas. She goes back home, and they reconnect. Madly in love, mm-hmm. hormones raging. <laughs> they want to get married. Oh my god! Don't do it. Dumb, dumb. Don't get married. Says Come on, Karen. The, says the married couple. <laughs> they didn't no, say that. I said seventeen that. or eighteen years old. That's true. Stupid. You Still pretty young in my opinion. Well, so but by this time they're four. like four. They're like eighteen and nineteen, and they go off to Louisiana to elope, but they're too young. Yeah, how can you do that? In, in Louisiana, really? I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, fourteen. Not apparently that. Back and you then, had a stick with an X in it. That's what my parents. That's what they put their mark, and you can get married. It said what? they had to be 21, or he had to be 21. Really? Honestly, I didn't research. Well, this, but that's what they said. Sounds pretty sloppy, Carrie. But yeah. So they weren't. So they couldn't get married, but they came back. And just told everybody they were married. Nice. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fake it so you make it. Oh, that, yeah. That's exactly what they did. Literally. So she ended up quitting school, and then they moved to a different part of Texas. Uh, I believe maybe Lubbock, but I'm not positive. Lubbock. He got a job as an oil worker, and she became Wait, Lubbock. Here's your slogan now: Lubbock or leave it. Oh my god. Okay. 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 That's right that's now, Lubbock, you're welcome. They probably have. That's probably all over Lubbock anyway. Yeah. Already. <laughs> On every you know shot glass. I'm going to choose leave it because you're Lubbock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lightweight. So her husband became an oil worker and she got a job. As so they both had chances at having college education, maybe being in the professions, whatever. Well, and I don't know what his chances were. Well, he was going to college at least, right? But now he he's was finishing high school. He finished yeah. high school. Oh, but I, I thought he's he's... Mr. Science guy too. What? No. Where did you get that? Where, yeah, where Literally, does... all I said about the boy was that he was from California. And I, assume that meant, I assume that meant he was Bill Nye. Okay, go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, his name was Bill. Theory. His name was Bill. Bill. Oh, okay. Bill. Was it short for William Nye? But they called him Billy. I don't know what his... I don't remember his Bob, last name. Because it doesn't Bill matter. Bob Ray. So, um, anyhow, she he became an oil worker mm-hmm. for the third time. Sorry. And she went to work as like clerical for a hat company. She's wow, a haberdashery? Clerics yeah. for a hat. Sure, why not? Yeah. An accountant. I mean, I might as he's close to a medical researcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then start popping out babies. Yeah. And by the time she was 24, she had three Jesus. babies. Good. Fuck her. Right That's three That's like your mom. Girl, boy, yeah, girl. Yeah, no, my you, mom your mom was even younger. When she had her third child, who was me. Ew. <laughs> she said, oh, God, no more. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So After a few class. years, the marriage began to fail. Shocker. As it wow. does. I don't think her husband was around very much. He was a little bit of a cheater. <gasps> Just a little bit. Also Just a tad. Shocker. He'd a have bit. girlfriends on the side. Get 14 illegitimate children, but it's okay. You know, this every finish. marriage has their little hiccups. <laughs> 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 like motorcycles and stuff like that. I think he like moonlighted from the oil fields to working at a motorcycle shop or something like that and so he was in a, his girlfriend worked <laughs> at that. 
That was what? a quick transition. It was a quick transition. Why? All of a sudden, motorcycles. And then it was, there was also motorcycles or something. And his girlfriend worked at the motorcycle shop. Uh, gotcha. So he, that's where gotcha. he was. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. His double sinner. Uh-huh. I don't think motorcycles are God. You just call them murder cycles? Okay. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, pronounce this word. Aaron and I have trouble saying the word motorcycle. That was good. But I she have tried to think about it. it. But if it I just say it, we say motorcycle. Well, don't. Motorcycle. It took a lot of effort. And milk. Uh, uh, hey. See, that probably took a lot of effort. How much effort did that take? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Literally. speak good. That's why we do a podcast. I can. I don't know about y'all. Okay, you guys, literally, we've gotten through half a page. I'm immaculate. Okay, so uh, Karen was unhappy and she wanted a divorce, which was weird because they weren't really married. But I'm guessing once you're common law married, you still have to get a divorce. What? Uh, that's stupid as fuck. I know. Break up. Weird. Sure so he told her if she wanted a divorce, he would only give her one. So I'm assuming they had to do it. Wow. If she would leave the kids, give up custody of the kids to him because he wanted to marry his girlfriend. I'll say no, so? no, 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 no. She knew that she couldn't support the kids on her own. And so she agreed, and she left for Oklahoma City. Because he's got all that big-time motorcycle repair money. Yeah, the kids were five. Well, they, I think they were having money problems, too. But the kids were five, three, and not quite two oh. years old. And the five-year-old girl said that on a Saturday, her mom said she was going out to buy cigarettes and never came oh back. Oh, my God. That Karen's has to buy cigarettes and never came back? She's yeah. one of those people? Yeah. I thought they were fake. Oldest I, I thought that was a joke, too. Yeah. Harry. It's like a poison apple of parental mm-hmm. leaving. Yeah. I've done that a couple times and I realized I don't like to drive myself. So. Nor do you yeah. smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good strategy. If you ever said, oh, I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes, I'd be like, what? wait, what? You're, You're leaving us. Yeah. anything else, literally. <laughs> Business trip, no nope. pack, nope, pack of cigarettes. Some smokes. Yeah. I mean, I know it's candy cigarettes. You know, remember those that you blew on and they came powder? No. Out? You guys don't? Okay. Well, we didn't do those. They don't make them anymore. That's good. We used to smoke Because that would be bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, I did. One of those uh, like little Pretzel rods in like straws. cigars. Literally anything when it was cold. No. You breast A red vine? No. They were like cookie. Yes, what got it. Pirouettes. Pirouettes. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, I would smoke a pirouette. Delicious. Pretend you're Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn. Breakfast at my Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Shot that down for me. Continue Breakfast with the abandoned. Okay. Are you writing that down? She went to Oklahoma City. She got a job mm-hmm. at a big chemical company Ooh, called Merck. Kermagee. Kermagee. <laughs> that sounds like that awful meme when everybody started saying Irma Gerd and I oh wanted to leave the earth. Well, you were 72. She became a laboratory technician and she was pretty excited because it was a big company. It was like a big Fortune 500 company and she was going to be doing scientific work. Which sort of. was what she liked to do. She was going to be working in a lab. She was yeah, going to be a lab tech. All right. Um, her duties there included polishing fuel rods Uh-oh. packed with radioactive plutonium pellets. Sounds like a to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the, whole, the whole sentence rods. sounds like a yeah. packed, packed with, with radioactive plutonium Wow, that's all. Pellets. Carrie, she Those was... Those scare uh, me. Just, I mean, Deep. clearly at this point. Uh, sex, sex worker, sex worker, sex worker. Mom, she was clearly a sex worker. <laughs> 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 yeah, this might... Well, the rest of the story wouldn't go the way the story goes if she was a, a sex worker. We might have a chance on HBO. Lab technician well, week. 
If so, HBO did make anything out of this, she would be a sex worker. Yeah, sex worker yeah. So at first, she really trusted the company. And like I said, she was excited to do this job. But her opinion changed over the next two years. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. Well, first she started dating a guy there. God damn it. His name is Drew Stevens. Oh. Played by uh, Russell Crow. Kurt Kurt Russell in the movie. Russell <laughs> Kurt. Yeah, like we're yeah. Japanese. Dame Meryl Streep. Silkwood. Silkwood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's okay with that. The, why do you have the weirdest reactions to just the information? <laughs> I know, I know. Emma, Emma already knows the year is released, even though she just now heard the movie. Yeah. Thank what you. Year was it released? So what year do you think? Nineteen eighty. Six. It happened in 74. <laughs> 1983. Oh, she's close. You're really close. So anyway, she da- started dating this guy named Drew. He was in the union. Uh, so she joined the union also. I have a feeling she was probably a pretty strong union person anyway. Me too. And she became the first woman elected to the bargaining committee oh, yes. for the union. Yes, collective bargaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a little, she was a little activist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she could haggle that car price down to a buffalo nickel. <laughs> <laughs> What's a buffalo What's nickel? That's a good question. Are you just going for catchphrases today? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Buffalo. Hashtag. <laughs> over it. Sound like one of those like old people who only speak yeah. in like, cliches. A RuPaul. Oh. A buffalo nickel. <laughs> Three months after she started, the workers, the union workers, decided to go on strike over wages and working conditions. I mean, polishing. Whoa, polishing. <laughs> Oh, wait, I thought you were immaculate. I am. Yeah, bitch. She was making like $4 an hour. That's ridiculous. 74, man. 72. That's big money in 72. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't know. Big money. He doesn't understand inflation. It's cold hard. After 10 weeks, though, the strike failed miserably. The company gave in to nothing. And there was a lot of bitterness. And it was kind of like... Uh, non-union employees against the union uh, activist kind of people like Karen and because they thought that um, you know the company was going to retaliate against them against everybody just for having a strike at all she should have polished more rods too yeah I did the dad they, come back they need a good old fashioned rumble mm. a tussle that's how you get things sorted yeah Aaron the weak ass bitch who's never fought another human in her life (laughs) so then at some point in there the company got really behind in a contract with the federal government they were so you know here a lot of the employees are already not satisfied with their wages and working conditions then they had to start working uh, 12 hour shifts 7 days a week I told you she had to polish more rods to fulfill the contract that's evil and so she was beginning to realize that um, operations at the plant weren't completely safe and there were probably some illegal violations going on. She, uh, things like leaky gaskets and other faulty equipment. I didn't know a gasket could be leaky. Oh, yeah. To be fair, I didn't really know what a gasket was. <laughs> to be fair, you still don't know what a gasket is. <laughs> I don't. What's a gasket? People can blow it. It's usually like a like a rubber seal. <laughs> That's three. Blow a gasket? Yeah. Great. Oh, God. (laughs) Phrasing. Dean is really keeping track. I know. What the fuck? Gaskets are like rubber seals that... Oh, okay. Keep things from leaking. Oh, Jesus. I also looked up Nederland. 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 I don't care. So there were 150 employees in the plant, and so leaky gaskets and other things were causing there to be like plutonium dust in the air. That's not good. Really not good. And so, you know, she suspected that things like this were causing harm. Well, actually, at first, I don't think she thought about harm, but um, 
that's the end result that you know they were inhaling plutonium dust in july 1974 so this is about two years after she started she was contaminated for the very first time and um amazingly enough she was the only worker who was it that long yeah she would be she was going around the plant with a little notebook asking questions about spills and accidents and stuff and people resented her like because they thought she was endangering their jobs like she was being a rabble rouser and she was going to cause trouble for kermagee and she should have eased into it just doing a survey what's your favorite recipe what's your favorite color <laughs> have you ever been contaminated by plutonium remember that leak when was it um and they also knew that the company punished people who fought them so mm-hmm. sounds sounds like kermagee not a great place i mean are, are you going to go into the background of the people of Kerr? Uh-huh. No. Okay. All I know is when I Kirby Googled the governor them, of Oklahoma. He was a very, very powerful person. That's not good. The, owner, the, the co-founder. That's not surprising. Company. I mean, it was government as Big shit. time company. All I know is when McGee. I Googled them, one of the first things that came up was lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Kurt McGee sounds like the name of like a villain. He may have been a senator. Too. He was a politically very powerful person. Kurt McGee. McGee, on the other hand, was a fucking dick. No, I, don't uh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Who was, though? Yeah, I, well, I'm Wait, kind of assuming that they all are. Kerr and McGee? Yes. thought it was one whole name. Kerr Dash McGee. Kerr McGee would be an awesome I Kurt name. McGee was that the name. That would be, but no. no. Kerr McGee. So in September 1974, she flew to Washington, D.C. with a long list of safety violations to bring to the Oil, Chemical, and Atomic Workers International Union. That's a cool ass union. Yep. This is. When she first learned, so this is September 1974, mm-hmm. probably two plus years after she started working there. This is the first time she had learned that as little as one millionth of a gram of plutonium could lead to cancer. Jesus. The company had never told her, never given her any training or information about the danger of plutonium and what it could cause. Did they know? I'm of sure course they, did. they knew. They knew everything. And this pissed her similar. off. To uh, to something I want to do Chernobyl, soon, uh, similar case. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm but doing it's... a show based on it. No, something, no, something. no, no something. Never mind. completely different. It's not Hamlet. It's a ha! Hamlet. Hamlet set in nuclear power plant. I love it. Go. I was talking about the radium wow. girl. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's your director would try Which that. is also oh, fascinating. Yes. <laughs> so and so this made Karen mad, and she also knew that most of the workers had no idea how dangerous the material they were working with every day was. Mm. Shit. Mm. They would, they the the workers would play a game to see who could get contaminated first. What the? When they were working twelve hour shifts, seven days a week, they would play a game to see who could get contaminated first. Because if you got contaminated, you got to go home. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a terrible game. Oops. Yes. How horrible is that? It's like yeah. something out of a fucking family guy episode. Like leapfrog with knives. It was yeah. just yeah. that was our thing we did. Because <laughs> they didn't know that it could lead to cancer. Dodgeball with them. Kill them. <laughs> yeah. With, with wrenches. <laughs> so during that trip, when she was in Washington, D.C., she also told the union officials about the faulty, that she knew about faulty fuel rods. And gaskets. And that, um, well, in addition to those regular kind of mundane safety violations, the fuel rods—that's bad. But um, the and the fuel rods were faulty. They're like pencil thin, long tubes, and they would you know fill them up with plutonium pellets. And the plutonium pellets obviously are the the dangerous radioactive material. And then they would weld you know put a weld on each end of the rod to keep the pluton- plutonium pellets in there. And a lot of times those welds 
would be faulty. And the quality control procedure was to x-ray them. And um, ironically, also radioactive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the x-rays would show whether or not the, the welds were oh, holding or, you sense. know, done properly or whatever. And a lot of times they weren't. And they would doctor the x-rays. Oh, my God. To make it Jesus look Christ. like all of the welds were done properly. Like a Sharpie. Just like really <laughs> yeah. badly yes. done. Just good enough. Go next. And then they would ship the rods off to Jesus nuclear H. facilities. So now they're endangering... Other people, the and where they thousands of people. Of lives. I think this might have a thing to do with good old Chernobyl. So, yeah, <laughs> all right, Fukushima really, too. Yeah, yeah. Not real sure how she found out about this, but she did. And the union the officials. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any doctored X-rays? <laughs> did y'all doctor those X-rays? Oh yeah. Right. So they um what. what? Right up. Right up. I did that. Okay. I doctored the mix rays real good. This is Oklahoma, so yeah. Yeah. Our accents aren't quite that off. (laughs) So the It's not a song. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is. Oklahoma. Musical. Not the way she sings. Yeah, that gives That's not even language, the way she does it. I love. Well, some, some. (laughs) (laughs) Come here. Let's go. I don't like it. I wrote down doctored rods. <laughs> yeah, it's the Dr. X-ray. Yeah. Wrong. Dr. Rod would be a great point name. Okay. Sure. The um union guys asked her to get evidence for them. Wow. They so, wanted her to okay. go back. Did you see some of the sneaky X-rays. sneaky around? Yeah, sneaky, that's a dangerous sneaky, game they're playing. It was a life. very dangerous game. So she started making notes and stealing documents. Mm. Uh-oh. She finna Joe Ooh, Joe what's his name? Snowden? <laughs> Edward Snowden. Edward. Joe Snowden. Joe Snowden. That's his football playing brother. Yeah, I think somebody fucking spiked my drink at the place we went to. I'm <laughs> Joe Snowden. I know. Feels like not to speak good. Either. God. No, I really, this I still. I can write it down no. so well. Yeah. So the plan with the union officials yeah. was for her to get the info, info for them, and then they were going to take it to the New York Times mm. and get it on the front page news. Page three, what bullshit? Pull it. I know. Dr. Ross. So this was very stressful for her, as one might imagine. She lost a lot of weight, Uh-oh. and she ended up getting a prescription for Quaaludes, because okay. 1974. Yes, Quaaludes. Yeah. You don't uh, feel well? Lude it. <laughs> yep. Basically, I, lemon I'm, flavored. I'm assuming it was to help her sleep and to help with anxiety or whatever. But chewable. Just to live. <laughs> yeah, chewable yeah. They actually were lemon flavored, though. Like, Change those with aspirins. Love that flavor. I did, too. Uh, Who didn't love that? Yeah. Oh, you took quaaludes with orange? Really? Lemon. So you I. said St. Joseph aspirin. I know. I said it tastes like them. Um, so she looted it up. Yep. And she was thinking long-term she wasn't going to be able to stay with Kermagee no. after this was all said and no. done. Probably not. So she had asked her family. She had a couple sisters back in um, Nederland, Texas, and she asked them like to get her job applications for places. She was she knew she was going to end up quitting that job DQ. and moving back yeah. to Texas Circle with K. her family. Whataburger. But before <laughs> she, I don't fucking get. I where what? am I from? What a bird, California. I don't what? speak English. In California, we say what? Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, let's attack. Jack the rest of us. I know. Would you like me to be I'm feeling very attacked. Lane and Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sploosh. 
What? <laughs> okay, that's four. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I remembered Pam from Archer. I know, but why? Because <laughs> of phrasing. No sense. Because I thought of the other thing I said. <laughs> Dr. Rod? No, okay. the BJ. Wait. Uh, okay. Yeah, five. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to qu- continue talking about Karen Silkwood, please. So, before she could quit her job or do anything else, she discovered that there was 40 pounds of missing plutonium from the plant. That's a lot. Oh, my God. That's a shit ton. This is weapons-grade plutonium enough to make four nuclear bombs. Oh, Jesus shit. Christ. Worth Your notes say three. Oh, three nuclear bombs. Okay. You're right. I should right. be ready. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. Thanks for um, <laughs> I'm the new on my notes watchdog. Three nuclear bombs, and um, it was also worth, which you're not going to see in my notes because it's in my head. Yeah. Good. Ten wow. million dollars. On the international black market. I know. I might take up that nuclear shit. So she was suspicious that there was a smuggling operation. Mm. Oh, I see. Almost have to be for that much. Yeah, Yeah, because because if you think about the the size of the pellets, Mm -hmm. they're going into pencil thin rods. Mm -hmm. They're teeny tiny little things. Just imagine 40 pounds of those things. That's a lot of power. So you had like plutonium mules. Sure, yeah, yeah basically. Or something. Yeah. 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 Oof. Could you imagine? Sit down too quick. That's a rectal cancer. A lot of ass cancer in Oklahoma. <laughs> Kids with ass cancer. That's where the Cards Against Humanity card came from. Yeah. <laughs> Smuggling. So on November 5th, uh, 1974, at the end of her shift, she went over and I guess they, there was some kind of radiation meter. And so you just like, she waved her hands over the radiation meter and it showed that she was contaminated. Uh-oh. You know, like in the movie, I believe there's like flashing lights <laughs> and sirens going off. Geiger meter counter. Did we, uh, for our international listeners, Gary, should we tell them where Texas and Oklahoma are? No. They're in the U.S. No, fucking look it up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Texas Karen. is the Just big one. Why? Why does it matter? That looks like the second biggest finger. one. <laughs> what kind of foam fingers are you looking at, Go bitch? Ahead. That's Oklahoma. Like you like left your foam finger on the dashboard of your car and it melted. <laughs> yeah. Or in a bathtub and it soaked all the water up. And... Okay, you can go ahead. Texas Oklahoma is south central United pointing. States. Oklahoma is just north of it. Just trying to help out, Gary. Okie dokie. We have many. Oklahoma. Oh, God. That's my thing, bitch. So that shift, she had been working with her hands in glove boxes, you know, like you see in movies where they have the in big cars. rubber yeah. gloves. In in ah, I like that. Got it. Inside the. So glo- okay. She gives she me a glove box. Asshole. Yeah, but because most of us don't see these things in our. No, 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 no. Glove it's, boxes. It's, a, in cars. it's like a big box. With you put gloves in so you don't actually touch yes, the shit. Yeah. Exactly. I know what you're talking about. That's I know what, what they are. Too. That's why you touch ugly babies and they come out too soon. <laughs> or diseased ones. Or yeah, both. premature. And so because she had radiation on her hands, that means that either the gloves were leaking. Yeah. Yeah. Compromised gloves. So they they removed the gloves and replaced uh, them with new gloves and inspected the gloves that she had been using. No holes or what? leaks. So was she getting it? The, and then they tested the outside of the gloves mm-hmm. and the inside of the gloves. Mm-hmm. No contamination on the part of the gloves that would have been in the box. This but, is spooky. But contamination on the part of the gloves so that put, her hands would have been her. in. No, it's, it was them. They put they contaminate the gloves knowing she's going to put her hands into the glove, the inner part of the gloves as she reached through. Oh. And yep. she's getting Somebody put plutonium inside the Oh, I thought she was previously contaminated. 
Who they did. did they also did a nasal swipe oh. and that showed a mod- modest positive result and that indicates exposure to air yeah. airborne plutonium either from inhaling it or possibly Sending when you when you have it nose. on your hands and touching your yeah. nose yeah yeah, which so people do hands, all the time. She picked her oh, nose. How do you think she people flicked get? it on the yeah. window Disease. of the glove box, <gasps> and she goes, "Oh shit, that is obviously me." And she had to go. There's a whole story. Her <laughs> snot was chartreuse. Yeah. Although sometimes it'd be like that. They. <laughs> no infection. Sarah, go to go to the doctor. I have, and they just. <laughs> I have. You're not a chartreuse. That's fine. They it's found. They found. Like that. They found no plutonium on the surfaces in the room where she was working or in the air. So just Uh-oh. the gloves. So and just, just the, the gloves. Part of the gloves. Mm-hmm. She was poisoned. Touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was decontaminated, oh, which was is nasty. an awful, painful yeah. process. Oh, how do you do that? Scrub. You're scrubbed oh. in a, it's a painful shower with powder, detergent, and bleach. Ugh, terrible. And they get all up in there, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. Every orifice. Ooh! Scrubbed. A dub dub. Thanks for the grub, Lord. How do you put bleach on your skin? Diluted. With a brush. You're not going to die, Emma. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing plutonium contamination is worse than bleach. Yeah. Yeah, chemical burns. You're going to want the chemical burns over the plutonium. Chemical burn from the spiral burn. I already made that joke on this podcast. (laughs) Did you? No, No, Aaron did already once before. No. You definitely oh, have said okay. that before. That's hard to remember who made it. it. Nah. They also put her put her in a program to collect her urine and feces for five days. Where that test, might be the worst part. Where they would test it for plutonium measurements. Do you know how medical research happens? You have to bring a lot your of that. into some ways? No, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. What? People do that for I, a doctor. Who cares? I do yeah. all the time for no reason. What are you talking about? Stool sample. I just I've had practice. to do stool samples for animals before. I don't know. Uh, receptacle. Tupperware. Shit in some Tupperware, send it off. Oh, yeah. God. Why are we seeing these things? <laughs> not nearly as bad as these. People make money off of that on the internet, too. Do you know what a breast what? x-ray looks like? Oh, God. You're sheltered. Yeah. yeah I don't want to be sheltered. Stay sheltered. Do you know what it's like to have it? A can do at a doctor's. I don't want to know. What do you mean it's the least worst thing? It's happening. You, it's all no. Apart. Shitting in a cup. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's like mm, child's play for yeah. a doctor. Yeah. They need to come up with a better mammogram yeah, they technique. Do. They need the Star <laughs> Trek. Where did mammogram come um, from? Because I said shitting in a cup is the least like, <laughs> yeah. weird thing. Oh, so unpleasant. Oh, I see what you mean. Star Trek tricorder. You go boop, 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 yeah. and you know exactly what's going on. True as fuck. Boom. Dude, Okay, work on it. Hit me, I have the idea. Science, take care of it. We have data. Okay, so after this terrible, painful process, she returns to work, and she works until 1.10 in the morning. Mm. Crazy okay. woman. She, um, She's trying to expose Kermagee. She monitored herself when she was leaving, and there was no contamination. She was That's good. That's what I said, by the way. She monitored herself. Mon- mon- <laughs> <laughs> little, like, finding Nemo it's when he says wrong. anemone. You have to... Pinpoint. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely have you not like noticed that? that page. It'd be hyphenated <laughs> mana hyphen turd on the next line. <laughs> Herself. Except no. it wasn't. The next day, which was November sixth, she she went to work at seven thirty a.m. Crazy. She's yeah. kind of a dedicated employee. Was she at this point trying really hard to get yes. goods on them? Yes. Makes sense. She worked. She only worked for about an hour, and she was examining metallurgic prints and doing paperwork. So she wasn't handling any kind of radioactive material at all. So she wanders over to the monitoring station, waves her hands Mm. before the meter again. She's contaminated. (laughs) So she's freaking out at this point. She's been contaminated for a while. 
she hadn't touched a glove box, but her hands were contaminated. They also found activity. What that mean? On like you know radioactive activity. Oh, okay. Yeah. On her right forearm. Radioactivity. That's what I said. You said activity. You and said, then you she said, said activity. Right. It makes you poop. And activia. then on her right forearm and the right side of her neck and face. What was there? Ignoring oh, the activity. Me. Yeah. Oh, so she's, again, on her on hands her, and touching her, just her face. Probably. Like her right forearm. This time, she Ooh. was scrubbed raw. Oh, well. She literally had no skin left, just muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was gross. So is she, do we know what, how she, I mean, how did they get it to her hands that time? That's right? the mystery. Did they put it on her stapler? That's Let's why find we're out. talking about oh, it. Sorry. Stapler. She, at this point, asked them to inspect her car and locker. Mm. That's a good idea. They mm. did. Karen. Both were clean. No. Damn. How? <laughs> the next day, November 7th, when she went to work in the morning, she brought in her urine and fecal samples. They yeah. changed her car and locker. It, <laughs> they switched it, it out. Where's it my was brown like, Trans Am? That's your brown Trans Am. But it's like one of those things where it's like a switchy trap door and they had a glued to the other yes. side of the exact yes. one. Ha. Like, She's coming. Press the button. I had a banana little hanging scent thing in my yes. window. This is pine. And she knew. Okay. Karen, mm-hmm. she I got it out. That's why they had to get rid of her. So the next Ooh. day, after she <laughs> was the banana scent. scrubbed clean, remember? Banana. She brought in her urine and fecal samples. She just it volunteered it. They She's test- like, I brought it in. <laughs> Y'all want it? Security is apparently. It's definitely. She had five days. Ma'am, you don't even work here. Remember, she had to bring him in for five days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn I don't know. Carry. The worst joke kind of ever. <laughs> her contamination was higher than shit. ever. Uh-oh. Even though she hadn't worked with plutonium Gee, at all. Who did it? The, her nasal smear showed that she had inhaled plutonium. Mm. They, and again, they found activity on her hands, arm, chest, neck, and right ear. It's spreading. You know what? I'd find a oh, way to work from they're, they're, um, What's that thing? We, uh, they're crop testing her, but yeah. with plutonium. There's a walking by. When you fart. They're just like farting, but they're farting plutonium with like I a... I should drive by. And they're just doing it very quietly as they walk by her desk area there. Silent but deadly. And boom. Real deadly. Figure it out. Mm, okay. Or somebody gave her like a time-release plutonium pill. I prefer crop testing. No, she's getting her hands. And her it, nose. Yeah. it spreads throughout the bloodstream. Shut up. <laughs> hey, Jack, you're not far off. Yeah, See? Nice try, off. bitch. I'm always the right. The supervisor said she must have contaminated herself. Yeah, I do remember that. Well, that makes sense. That's what I said earlier, too. Yeah. So she's, I mean, she's committing suicide to expose them. That's yes. stupid. And they I'm scrubbed angry. her again. I think at this point, Third the supervisor is just getting his jollies from the scrubbing. It's a theory. Supervisor, uh, dude. But, well, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Supervisors aren't the ones doing this. Yeah, the but scrubbing. he took a special personal. But, okay. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Again, they inspected her locker and car, and there was no contamination. So they decided to inspect her apartment. Uh oh. They found contamination everywhere. So, yes. Well, because so she had gone home. Significant. Yeah, but after being scrubbed clean and everything. That's true. So they found significant levels in the bathroom. Check complete uh. caves in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she did it herself. She's inaudibly. Um, significant levels in the bathroom, on the toilet, the floor mat, and the floor. Yeah. And also uh, significant levels in the kitchen. Just rolling around in the ground. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Contaminating my apartment. In the kitchen, on the bologna and cheese in the fridge. No. Bologna. Oh. The Not top, the of, I know, the top of the cabinet on the floor, the sides the of, the of the stove, what the which is Everyone. weird. She we lost. can't even touch the sides of our stove. No, she dropped her ring. 
And she had to get it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. They gotta be going in there and spray bottling the shit out of her apartment. But they had yeah. they wear the hazmat. They sneak in when she's gone. No one notices someone with a hazmat going into her apartment. Let's just go ahead and believe that. And they spray the plutonium Spritz all it. over the place. They spritz. They they spritz. Like a poopery. Yep. Yep. And a package of chicken. <gasps> There were there was lower levels in other rooms of the house, um, like the bedroom. It was on the pillowcases and the bed sheets. That's not good. Mm. Yes, she had a roommate. Oh no, that's right. It was Cher. Mm -hmm. Cher. Yeah. Uh Oh, in the movie, not in real life. They tested the roommate. Cher, I'm about to be dead (laughs) until until I got you babed as well. Until we get the royalties, I gotta work it out. Yeah, I I can't believe you, bitch. You irradiated me. <laughs> she made me mad at Karen. She made me mad at Kermit Geek. And at the, at the beginning, until yeah, she found out the true. truth. That's yeah. True. The roommate had small levels okay. of contamination on her. Abby's so fucking mad. So, does that imply okay, that Danielle they Bergoli. very, very recently contaminated her apartment? By they, I mean, assume they, or, or her. Either way, it must have been recent. Yes. Otherwise, the um, roommate would have probably more been would have been worse. Karen said. She spilled her urine sample in the bathroom. Mm, okay. And, oh. and so, you know, when she wiped it up, maybe that's how it got on the, the floor in the bathroom. And on like her hands. Chicken, which is weird. Well. The chicken. She, she said. She also. on the chicken. She also said she touched the bologna to make a sandwich. Well, yeah. And then realized, oh, I still have a sandwich. You know, I have leftovers at work from the other day's uh, lunch. So she just. So she took the bologna out and then put it back. Didn't mention the cheese. But, or the chicken. So anyhow, or the chicken, or the mm, stove, or the cabinet top, so or you know, chicken. that means one thing. She pee on that chicken. <laughs> well, sometimes that is, that is a recipe in some countries. Oh chicken. God! You did. I felt it. So anyhow, from October twenty second to November sixth, her urine samples from home had high levels of contamination in them. The samples from when she was at the plant had small amounts, if any at all. Well, that indicates some fudging. I don't know how how long it's you know how long it stays and I don't know, you I don't know, know either. In, Wait, but if they're the same urine, over the same period, they should be the same, right? I, so that, that, obviously not. And if, urine samples at work should be the same. They should because it's urine. It's not like it's your urine's being externally contaminated. Like it might be different if it's hands, right? Yeah, home and, and at work, but urine should be the exact same. So one of those two samples are being doctored. Well, yeah. maybe urine is getting the, the reason why they test urine samples is because if you ingest, it goes through your gastrointestinal tract, right? And comes out in your urine and feces. Yeah. That's yes. why they test those. I know. We, so it doesn't take all that long. So I'm, I'm, I'm gathering. Doesn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense. What I said is that isn't the gate that the urine sample level toxicity should be the same in either sample. But it's, it's just, not. Just hours apart. And right? so They're since different. they talk about it, it must be significant and there must be, it must Unless, mean something. See, okay, if, if plutonium left your system very, very quickly, say within hours, it that explains know. it. But that means she's mm-hmm. getting contaminated at home, not at work. So the op- they should be the opposite. Exactly. Of that. Yeah, something's wrong. It's weird. It's what Did you saying. find out if plutonium in your research? Did I find out what? If plutonium does leave your the, the no, system I'm a Google rapidly. So a cur. So they found all this contamination at her house, uh, at her apartment. So a Kermagee con- decontamination team came. They took literally everything out of her house. So she's sitting in front of her apartment, sobbing as you know they they're putting everything in big barrels. 
you know, like big drums because it just has to be disposed of as hazardous waste. Carrie's doing bear-like hand gestures at this point. <laughs> yeah. like, no, this is them uh, putting uh, everything it's, in it's a, a barrel. Bear swing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio and the yeah, Revenant right yeah. here, to be We're honest. We're all scared. <laughs> huh. Oh. So <clears throat> she was she was a little bit hysterical at this point. She called her union contact and her family she because she thought she was going to die. I mean, she thought this was it. Because <laughs> 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 only you think that's funny, Carrie. Well, I'm, I'm, it's not funny. Humorously, she was pretty sure she was dead. Right, guys? I would laugh. Who else is that? Well, let's have a good chuckle on that. She so drove funny. to Oklahoma City and... I think I think where the plant was was in Crescent, Oklahoma. Crescent, Oklahoma. No, sure. it said it was Oklahoma City. Something. It's just outside of Oklahoma okay. City. Okay, so you uh, sounded like you knew what you were doing. Say it authoritatively. She saw her boyfriend uh, lie authoritatively. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even lie authoritatively. No. He was like a little bitch. Like yeah. that time you talked about meeting with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh my God, I want to. Uh, <laughs> he met uh, with himself. That's you. <laughs> he went into a mirror. He went in the bathroom. He probably would talk to himself. <laughs> <laughs> good, good job, president. Nay, what big hands you have? What was that word? <laughs> what big hands you have? Oh, Why? that's her Trump imitation. You think? <laughs> what big hands you have? <laughs> your Trump sounds like you're a Cajun by you guys. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Turn those lights back off. Your Trump imitation is about as my Australian accent. And I just found out recently from an actual Australian that my Australian accent is shit. So uh, I don't know why you're like disillusioned about it because I was ready to hear it. I only cried a little bit. I only cried for twenty minutes. Like SpongeBob. It was fine. At this point, mom's done with The union officials feared for her safety and arranged for her to meet with the New York Times reporter. His name was David Burnham. Emma's checking about how many pages I have left. She's yeah, she's bored. impatient as No, fuck. I was just wondering. Mm-hmm. So before um, the, she could have this meeting with a New York Times reporter, she, her roommate, and her boyfriend, because, you know, he spent time at her apartment, they all had to be examined um, at the Center for Nuclear Research in Los Alamos, New Mexico, because oh. of the potential contamination of, of them. Of course, it's in New oh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. This was on November 11th. Free vacation. Yeah. yeah. They tested... All three of their urine and feces, they did whole body tests and lung, whole body and lung counts, I guess, for um, something. Radioactive <laughs> particles, no, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fine. <laughs> and it said they also monitored for external activity. I wasn't exactly sure what that meant. Uh, yeah. They glowed a little bit? <laughs> no, that, the hanky-panky. Sir, your dick's glowing. On November 12th. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Shocked. Shocked, guys. I'm kind of surprised at how fast these test results yeah, well, they have. Pretty the, I guess it's pretty yeah, immediate. It's the Center for Nuclear Research. I know. Yeah. So the they next day, do. basically November 12th, Dang. they were told that her friends were clean. clean. They had very small and insignificant levels of um, plutonium, but that she had ingested plutonium. Shit. There you go, Jack. It did it also. My Google search did not tell me how long it stays in the body. Plutonium yeah. dip. Plutonium with dip. With, pe- with the pita chips. Oh. So we're both right. All right. But they also told her she'd be fine because her levels were below dangerous levels. She had it in her lungs, but it was at less than half the maximum permissible lung burden for workers. That's fine. You can can do twice as much. I know. So who knows? Just go suck up what those maximum permissible levels were based on. Bullshit. He also told her she wasn't at risk for cancer or radiation poisoning. She was very concerned about 
any future babies she would have, and they they told her they that fucked up. how many limbs they might have. Told her they'd be fine. They'd be spider babies, but her, they're fine. Spider her babies. children would be normal. Extra ears, oh, they, ass babies. Fine, though, right? They went Most back likely. probably. Like, well, they wouldn't be okay. They went back to Oklahoma City that day. That was November twelfth. Um, they went to work, but she and her boyfriend were like on restricted duty. They weren't allowed where there was radiation. They weren't allowed to do radiation work. I don't know what they were doing. She told the union that she still wanted to complete her mission. Wow. She's dedicated. And that was the meeting with the New York Times reporter that was scheduled Uh, for the next day. She had already gathered all kinds of documentation of her claims. In a dramatic manila folder that they show on the passenger seat of her car. She had a a notebook. She had a big notebook and a big, thick manila folder. Well, that's just confidential. Do not take this. Yes. (laughs) It's in a movie, obviously. So after work, she went to a union meeting at a coffee shop in Crescent. And at that um, coffee shop, she confided in a coworker that she thought she was going to die and that she had a meeting in Oklahoma City with the New York Times reporter and she was going to be bringing documentation. And she even showed this coworker the documentation. She, she didn't like show her the actual yeah. contents, but she, you know, the folder and she, you know, showed her how thick it was and all that kind of stuff. Shredded newspaper in there. So at about seven o'clock that night, she left the coffee shop to make the 30 mile drive back to meet the reporter. And at 8.05, the Oklahoma State Highway Patrol was notified of so a single car accident about seven the, miles south of Crescent. She left the co- coffee shop at seven, seven in the morning? P.M. P.M. Okay. And then a 30 miles. Oh, God. It was a 30-mile drive, but the accident was only seven miles from where she left. Oh, okay. baby girl. So within Didn't seven miles. <laughs> what? Didn't even get halfway. No, oh. she didn't. Meet me halfway. No. As we, we know, the rights. on her way to the meeting, her car veered off the road for oh. some reason and hit hmm. the concrete culvert. Culvert. When the when the highway patrol responded, or whoever it was, state trooper, the he said he saw papers scattered on the ground, and he said that he gathered them up and put them in a pile in the car, put them back like in the seat of the, the back seat of the car or something like that. Um, the police informed her family that she was killed in the car accident. After midnight that night, Song. officials. Go here. After midnight. After midnight. We don't have the rights. Okay. Sorry. Sing it a different key. Transformative. Key? So they found, they were notified of the accident at 8.05. They so being the police. So they responded, put the papers in the back seat of the car. Sometime between 8 and midnight, something happened to those documents. Uh oh. Because after midnight, officials from the um, Atomic Energy Commission... Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Uh That's when the Atomic Energy Commission and Kerr McGee searched the car. It it, it had been towed to a local garage. At midnight? After midnight. After midnight. Why would Kerr McGee be allowed to search the car? Yeah, good question. Yeah, that sounds fishy. And the Atomic Energy Commission. Yeah, the AEC was very much a creature of the nuclear industry throughout its history. It no no longer exists, but it was always very, you know, tightly wedded to and allied with. It was not a regulatory commission in any real sense. It was captured by uh, the nuclear sector. Yeah. So 
so they look at it, you know, sometime shortly after midnight. Then her boyfriend and a union official were given a chance to look at the car the next morning. And? No documents. No. Nah. No. Too convenient. Mm-hmm. I don't think a coyote would have eaten them. Nope. Maybe. Maybe a roadrunner. In no. the uh, no, but it, it got the, the documents theoretically. If they're gathered by the they're gathered by the state troopers and they're put back into her car, yeah, yeah. and then it was towed, I imagine immediately mm-hmm. with no access to coyotes uh, to a facility in town to a garage, yeah, to a garage. So. Again, coyotes unlikely to be at that garage. As far you as you know. know, you never know. Or able to open a car door. Uh, uh, as far as we know, they're getting smarter. Yeah. <laughs> they, they work in teams. Smarter. They absolutely are, though. So, and then when Look the boyfriend up. and the roommate, you said no, the boyfriend Sharon and the James Brolin. Union official. Union official. Was Kurt, James, Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. And union official played by, I'm going to say, that guy who later went on to play roles in TV and was on Family Feud. Tom Selleck. Yes. No. No. He, um, they check and they find no docs. Mm-hmm. Steve Leaving the inescapable conclusion that either McGee slash AEC stole them or the dudes at the garage wanted to sell it for scrap. The paper. <laughs> or they just needed to write extra numbers yes, down. Yes. Mm-hmm. All this scrap paper. And she had to be buried in a brand new dress because all of her clothes were destroyed by the decontamination. Mm-hmm. So she would look in fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the upside. Yeah. So you she mean that some. as... Okay. The Oklahoma police declared the accident a sleeping at the wheel accident. Mm-hmm. Likely. At 7 p.m. Well, Any leads in her system? The auto- yes, that they found. Hello, <laughs> yes. um, The amount of quaaludes in her system, they said, was more than enough to cause drowsiness. And, but they also found 50 milligrams of undissolved pills in her stomach. That's a and oh, I see Is that a lot? Yes. It's a lot, I think but so. I think what you're saying is that. What? Yeah. But it wasn't in her system because they were yeah. not dissolved yet. Yeah. And one, one source said she had trace amounts of alcohol. But when I read about the autopsy re- report, it didn't say anything about alcohol. So I'm not sure. You know, maybe she had a glass of wine at the... Mm. Union meeting at the coffee shop or something. I don't know. But um, so the family hired a private investigator and the union hired an accident recreation expert. And they found evidence that showed she was actually braced for the impact of the accident. Skid marks. On her underwear? (laughs) Boy. (laughs) I don't know why I laughed at that. But both indicators said she wasn't asleep. You can't slam on the brakes if you're asleep. Uh, That's true. And you can't brace yourself for an impact if you're asleep. So they're saying, are you going to say what they're saying? That she knew she was being pushed into it. And they also found fresh dents and... um, you know, a different color of paint on the back mm-hmm. on the back of her car. Oh, no single, single accident. accident. Interesting. Yep, that's a couple. Any evidence of her being in a fender bender before this? Fender bender. <laughs> no, nobody. Sure. I mean, Just I'm check. sure her boyfriend would know if she had been Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Kurt. Russell. And so would her Russell friend. Kurt. Her, uh, Russell. <laughs> Russell. Kurt. <laughs> Russell. Kurt. Russell. So. <laughs> the, the after the um the guy that did the um autopsy brought in people from Los Alamos because he, the doctor was afraid to do it because what? because oh, yeah radioactivity yeah radioactive body cut, oh kind of like Gloria Ramirez huh yeah, yeah. so Call they so they took plutonium measure no <laughs> <Call forward. laughs> so they took plutonium measurements 
And they were basically the same as, you know, the same measurements as before her death. They did of her liver, lungs, and whole body. The highest level was in her gastrointestinal tract. So that means Meaning she ingested plutonium before she she died. Does that suggest that she was, that they put plutonium in her bologna? In her beans. In her beans. I don't know. (laughs) But it also suggests Uh, that it it was recent. the flavor of beans. Oh, Oh. shit, shot at you, beans. Beans don't have much flavor. The results also suggested that her plutonium contamination was recent like in the last 30 days before her death so it it coincides with her uh undercover investigation time period so it it wasn't long-term um contamination going back to when she was hired yeah okay two years previously so just in those 30 days. So her secret investigation Indicative. is not very secret. No. She's not very Walking stealthy. around with a magnifying glass. Yelling at people. <laughs> She's hey, writing it down. documents. Where are where, those secret If I was a secret document, where would I be? With a, with the manila folder labeled. Well, you know, it doesn't sound like Kerr McGee was very careful. It, um, it seems like, you know, they thought their workers were dumb. And, you know, they kind of just did things out in the open. Well, they didn't tell them anything. Well, because their they workers thought Plutonium also was would play a game where yeah. who yeah. could get exactly. contaminated yes, first. Because they didn't know. They didn't know, know that it was harmful. So Kermagee didn't have to be all that stealth because ain't nobody know nothing. But that in of itself is a violation of federal law. True as fuck. So anyhow, the New York Times reporter, the David Burnham that she was supposed to be meeting, Burnham. he doesn't think that they were trying to kill her. He thinks they were trying to scare her. Yeah. How does he true. know? I don't know. And, you know. She's angry. I don't David. know. I don't know. Ask yeah. Take it out on David, not me. <laughs> Her family sued Kermagee for inadequate health and safety programs that caused her exposure. They focused on the plutonium she ingested and basically claiming that Kermagee was responsible for it leaving the plant and contaminating her food. Yeah. Possible. And of course, the company was saying she did it to herself. She did it to herself to... Um, to what? Incriminate them? Yes. I see. Uh, maybe like a lawsuit or something yeah. like that? Oh, okay. Or to say, or it. to prove her her um, accusation that their safety standards were not up to par. If somebody was getting contaminated, her, that that's would prove her point. a hell of a price to pay. Yes. For yeah. So does any of us believe that's what she was doing? We don't. No. So the main issue of the trial was oh I wrote trail another typo you know, that's okay you didn't have to was neg- <laughs> negligence but it but the, her, the case actually became a big deal to anti nuclear activists the from what I understand it was pretty much a circus atmosphere because the anti nuke people got involved and they wore clown makeup me uh, yeah. yes and they had lions do hoops and there was trapeze but during the trial government reports actually verified many of her claims Shit. including the falsifications of the quality quality control records mm. so the the mm. doctored x-rays mm. of the faulty welds on the rock and they also concluded that the plutonium she was contaminated with came from a restricted area of the plant where she was not allowed to be. Ooh. So mm. she could not have done it to herself. Like Somebody couldn't else. even physically have gotten in there. Snuck nope. In. Okay. Look Apparently at this not. shit. Kermit McGee, y'all ain't slick. So she died in at the end of 74. The trial started in 76. It took three years for this trial to um, happen. So the doctors were basically trying to prove that the plutonium she ingested while she worked there would have certainly led to her death from cancer if she hadn't been killed in the car wreck and that Kermagee was responsible for it. 
So they would have been responsible for her death mm-hmm. if she had died in the car, yeah. rock, car wreck. Uh, Dr. John Goffman, who was a former government scientist and was the first person to isolate the plutonium isotope, Look at him. testified that Silkwood was, quote, married to lung cancer, that it was inevitable. So he said she was going to die, which is interesting because even the Los Alamos guys said that, right, she wasn't going to get cancer, she wasn't going to get radiation well, poisoning, and her babies were going to be normal. Is married to lung cancer the right phrase? Yeah, that was weird. Sure, sure, That's John. Dr. John Dr. Goffman. Goffman. I'm not gonna. He probably did anyway. <laughs> she was at least fornicating with lung cancer. Yeah. That's the very minimum. So, the, so during the trial, the Silkwood family's attorneys were basically working for nothing. They didn't even oh. have enough money to, because I think they were doing it for free or for very little money because her family didn't have money and they just believed in the the cause and they didn't even have enough money to make copies wow. of of um documents they so, should have gone to go fund me in 1974 yeah. by yeah. 75 by going forward 76 so the, so basically the documents they had were just treated like gold because Jeez. if something happened to them they oh, wow. they didn't have backup documents so anyway so that's the silkwood side okay. and of course what do you think the other side's attorneys were like uh, they were the most powerful up. attorneys in the state oh yeah uh, because they then were hired by Kermagee. So not all of them wore shoes. Yeah, so well. <laughs> there was, if you want to find out about these attorneys, you can. I just was bored by this point and yeah. didn't want to write down all of their uh, qualifications. I'm just kidding. That's fine that you didn't go over qualifications <laughs> Thank for you. lawyers. Yeah. Thank so God. during the, um, just some of the interesting testimony, because to highlight, you know, the, the high price attorneys versus the poor guys. There was a, a former co-worker. Whoa. Get the glasses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A former co-worker named Ron Hammock after the company actually um, shut awesome. down in 1975. Awesome. Did he invent the hammock? Because if not, okay. <laughs> sure. I don't think so. So they went, they went out of business that quickly? Yeah. The company did. The company did. Kermagee did. Wow. Well, that plant, I don't know if the entire probably company did. I, mean, uh, I think Kermagee is. That plant shut down. I think okay. Kermagee is probably still around. I think they are. So, um, so this guy, Ron, this day. Mr. Hammock. <laughs> Thank you for the lawsuit, Aaron. Libel. So he lost his job at the plant. So he became a state trooper. He was subpoenaed by Silkwood's lawyers and... Um, he testified that they weren't notified. Mm-hmm. Workers were not notified of uh, the dangers of plutonium before they were working with it. Also talked about stuff like the median age of the plant workers was 23, and many of them were just like teenagers fresh off the dairy farms and ranches in the area. And he said he had never been given any of the training courses that were required by federal law. So Kermagee's, you know, high-powered attorneys, you know, decide they're going to do this gotcha moment. So when they're cross-examining him... <laughs> They bring, yeah, (laughs) they bring out his personnel file and say, basically, we have documentation that they did. And um, so the Silkwood attorney says, objection, you know, we haven't seen those files. They weren't part of the discovery process. You can't use them. So, of course, the, the judge sends the jury out of the room and the attorneys all have a big powwow. One of the Silkwood attorneys looks is looking at the documentation. It's like a it's like a sign up form from a safety meeting or whatever. And this attorney sees Ron Hammock's name. It's spelled Ron Ham Hawk. Mm, not Hammock. So they misspelled his name trying to frame him. So he says, to... you know, nudge nudge lead attorney. Yo, bitch. Retract <laughs> your objection. Winking, she way. actually nudged me as well. I was yeah, nudging. She She's doing like some method acting. Yeah. Daniel <laughs> Day Lewis. Who? <laughs> so he tells the lead attorney to withdraw the objection. So then, in dramatic fashion, and so so the the um, 
Uh, the bad attorneys, I forget. Oh, the Kermagee attorneys the don't even know that, that they've totally screwed this You're up. You're not being judgmental at all here. No. So, in dramatic fashion, in front of the jury, the Kermagee attorney shoves this document in front of Ran, Ron Hammock and says, does this refresh your memory? Do you recognize your signature? No, Hammock. And Ron looks at it and says, no, sir, that's not my handwriting. So Also. Yeah, so they got him. my name. Yeah. yeah. Reed. Did he Ron mention that? Hamhock. I don't know. Good Lord, Gary. That's kind of the... That's the it didn't say. Thing. Did you want me to request yes. a transcript no, of the entire... No, I didn't say that he did. Oh. Uh, dramatic effect. Or... I'm going to ask the stenographer. <laughs> so anyhow, another person who worked at the plant basically had the same thing. They said that they had a document signed by him saying he had received a safety manual and attended a training meeting, and it was also a forgery. Mm-hmm. So, so they did our dicks. Yes. So they also had the government document showing that the 40 pounds of plutonium was missing... And so, uh, oh, and the closing of the plant. So in 1975, when the plant was closed, 40 pounds of plutonium was still missing. Goodbye. And they were, they were closed basically because Kerr McGee refused to comply with new federal safety standards. So rather than comply with safety stuff, they just shut down the whole plant. They were also having problems. Probably. Um, yeah. So the, um, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you that later. But so Ooh. they in the trial, they also had journals from a co-worker of Karen's who testified that she had told him about her suspicions on October 22nd, 1974. So his journal... Remind us of what the, why that date is. Because that's that's the date where they started the monitoring of her. Uh, it went okay. by from October to November. the day before November. Rachel's birthday. Yeah, is that why? Obviously. So basically his journal, you know, which was contemporaneously written corroborated that she knew of possible smuggling because that was one of the things she told him about. She told him about the rod welds and the other safety stuff. Rod welds also a great point. <laughs> True. Could, and could, the 40 pounds of missing plutonium. Could the missing plutonium, could it be that the smugglers, that is to say not necessarily McGee management, but say there's a smuggling ring, whoever's involved in it, could those guys have... Um, Contaminated her? Oh, maybe. I suppose. If sure. they thought. Although, I, I guess they could have, you know, had a, you know, guy in a semi run her off the road and yeah. get her culprit, too. <coughs> Theoretically. Me. I'm not trying to yeah. to get Kermagee's Hell no. off yeah. the hook, but that's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think their suspicion was that the company was involved. Yeah. But, yeah. I think you could, because, but, like, you have that, you have the, the weird, they have the Los Alamos results yeah. that seem mm-hmm. odd you have all that uh, contamination in her apartment that's pretty strong resources yeah. for just a group of guys there at the plant who are smuggling yeah in their butts and th- we're not talking <laughs> about yeah we're not talking about sophisticated people but, working at that whoa, plant whoa little shot at oklahoma there carrie that's for oh, me to do thank you okay you're the nice one <laughs> so anyhow the company how the company addressed the 40 pounds of missing plutonium they said 24 pounds were lodged in the plant's piping system no Jeez. bitch then you better go get them uh-huh. and, and the other 16 pounds was just a st- statistical error. No. Really? Yes. No. But. It's a lot. The Silkwood yeah. people had a former plant official testify that he had supervised the flushing of the pipes with hot nitric acid and they didn't, there was no plutonium mm. in the uh-huh. pipes. So mm. they basically just lied about everything. Basically. Mm-hmm. I said like the rods, before. the faulty rods, by the way. Yeah. Were sent By the way, to terrible porn. Yeah, faulty, faulty rod. Oh they were sent to an experimental nuclear facility in. Don't Han- wait, but, oh, I want to guess. Oh, sorry. Hanford, Washington. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I you, you knew that shit. 
And because I've of it, it, Hanford was at risk of a deadly nuclear meltdown due to the defective rods. Do we know anything about Hanford, Washington now? No. Our grandma lives there. It's the second most contaminated site in the country. What's Mm. the first? um, New Jersey. It's in here somewhere. Oh, West Valley plant in New York. We'll put it in there later. West Valley plant. (laughs) No, because New Jersey has a lot of nuclear power plants. And yeah. You know what? When when I worked for another company, Hanford was something that we were working on. Hanford. But I don't shell. That's a great expose. I know. (laughs) Whoa. Major reveal. I know. Hanford was involved in something. I know. I know nothing. So anyhow, Hanford technicians, you know, when they would get the shipment of the rods from Kermagee, they would only do spot checks. They they obviously weren't looking at every single rod because, I mean, they're pencil thin and they were getting tons of them shipped to them. Pencil rod. Not a great porn name. So, um... But in some instances, they were sending back 90% oh my gosh. of the batches Lord. because they, the Hanford is. technicians thought they were faulty. She's faulty as fuck. Yep. Another, there was maybe another. Is that why they um, maybe went out of business? And there's like other nuclear power plants saying we're not going to accept rods from those guys anymore? They yes, that's exactly what happened. Westinghouse was one of their customers okay. and they refused okay. to receive any more shipments. Same Westinghouse. From Kermagee. So um, there was another employee who got his nuclear training with the Navy, quit working for Kermagee, and testified that it was because he said contamination was everywhere and there was no real effort to control it. He said workers often went home with plutonium on their skin that could not be washed off. Oh, my God. And they had no idea. So the... Why? That sounds like a song. (laughs) Dr. Carl Z. Morgan, who was considered the father of health physics. Middle name, Zoroastrian. So yes. he, um, so like that. Zoroastrian. No, I'm trying to say roasting. He pronounces it differently. It's his name. <laughs> You're about to get zeroasted. He basically <laughs> was responsible for establishing the federal nuclear safety code. He testified that Kermagee demonstrated a callous, almost cruel disregard for its workers. So, gross. Yeah. He like said, Donald Trump. Oh, that's what the West Valley plant was. He know. said that Kermagee was one of the worst two plants in the country. So it was Kermagee, and the other one was the West Valley plant in New York. Damn. So I was wrong. That's not the contaminated plant. That's cool. Tell me about it. So, okay. so um, <laughs> thank you. So Kermagee's position happening? in the lawsuit was that Karen contaminated her own apartment and either fell asleep at the wheel or committed suicide because she knew she had no evidence of wrongdoing to give to the New York Times reporter. That's rid- so which is suicide? absolutely ridiculous. I, I, you know, you go to a meeting and the New York Times guy's a little bit pissed at you. Yeah. And otherwise, so I better kill myself. I can't handle that. So anyway, in 1979, so three years later, the family was awarded $10.5 million. Hell yeah. That's a lot of money. However, oh, Corporate law being the way it is, they appealed, Kermagee appealed, and the amount was reduced to uh, $400,000.75. Million. And, and yeah. $5,000. $5,000. $5,000. $5,000. Oh my God. Basically to cover the destruction of her personal belongings during the decontamination of her apartment. Jesus. I'll really kill age. a bitch for that. Mm-hmm. Horrid. But okay. the U.S. Supreme Court reversed the case. Hell yeah. And it was headed back to trial. And Kermagee said, forget it. We'll just settle. They paid $1.38 million Still a lot. I'll take it. To her family. You don't, you don't get it. Just I'm going to. But of course, they admitted no wrongdoing in the settlement. They Fuckers. always do. Yep. 
Right. So that's it. And of course, you fucking did it. Her story was made into a 1983 Academy Award nominated film, Silkwood. And, you know, she's basically been hailed as, you know, a great activist and martyr and yeah, and and basically her activities being responsible for a lot of things changing in the nuclear Thank world. you Karen. So Good. I'll be clapping. Yes. It's not all for nothing. No. No. Again, well, spilling for her, your, your irradiated <laughs> urine all over your bathroom and your chicken. She gave her life for not safety for of millions, maybe not millions, but Probably. Hundreds. Because Hanford could have had a nuclear catastrophe. Well, as we'll find out, maybe next week, something quite similar happened just a decade later. So it wasn't fixed by any stretch of the imagination. Have fun. Oh, it'll never be fixed. (sighs) Something also discovered by Marie Curie and her husband. Although, isn't nuclear energy pretty um, safe? Nuclear power plants. Way to cover our asses. Nowadays, as long as we're in power, we'll never be safe. I agree. (laughs) Are, they are pretty safe, aren't they? Oh, oh, much, yes, oh, I agree with both of oh. the statements being said right here. <laughs> White men out of power, nuclear power, kind of safe. Yeah, fairly safe. Well, thank you safe for that, Carrie. You're thank welcome, you for the Karen Dean. Silkwood story yeah. is well researched, well put, and thanks for the material on poop in a Tupperware. Yeah, appreciate that yeah. the most, and poop all the great porn names. You know, yeah. Yikes. We really went out of our way. This okay, week. well, if you want to find us, we're on Facebook, Weird World Podcast, Weird World Pod on Twitter. Say it with some enthusiasm. Yeah. If you can um, insist upon it. We're on Patreon. A highly neglected Instagram and yeah, Patreon. Patreon. I would say Patreon. I yeah. don't know why. I don't either. And so, that's about it. All yeah. right. Please join Great. us next time. If you want to contribute to new uh, microphones and stuff. But also rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, please yes, do that. Yes, on iTunes. Love you guys. I'm going to start enabling with that. Yeah. Okay? Oh, that's yeah. creepy. Don't forget Love to you, smash, smash that like button. <laughs> smash, smash that, that subscribe like button. button and hit the bell icon for notifications. All right, bye. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> yeah.